barco. myself lately like it's just been a lot I'm coping with a loss and it's frustrating because I just don't think there's anything that I can do about it like there's no other properties that start with B wait a goddamn minute Joe, do you think we could just be done? Eyes open. No. No, I won't allow it. I simply will not. How are you doing? Sleepy. I'm glad, Joe. I wouldn't have Why it any you, other way. I'm glad. Why are you glad I, I'm sleepy? Because, you know, there are some things that are important to the the spirit of this show. Mm. Yeah, come on. Get on Discord. I have something new to tell you about. Tasted power with this podcast, and I will not simply let it drift from my hands into this good night, Joe. It's fucked up because I'm pretty sure the last time we did this show, I was going with power, yep. and uh, I threw it in the trash because I never wanted to have it again. Well, I have good news for you. I have good news for you. We're not going back to Bionicle. You pilfered it out of the trash. I did. I've taken our podcast back out of the trash. I've washed it off in the sink and I've declared it fine for eating.
Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Joe, Beyblade is an acclaimed 15-year-old multimedia franchise brand created by a Japanese toy company. The, to- the franchise mm-hmm. surrounds high-performance spinning tops known as the eponymous Beyblades, or Bays. Beyblades are customizable and are played by people called bladers who challenge others to games called Bay Battles. Mm-hmm. Beyblade is also the name of multiple anime and manga series concerning a group of children who form teams with which they battle one another using the aforementioned Beyblades. We are... We're living now in the Beyblade.fandom.com wiki. I don't know if there's a better one. I'm looking around, but this is going to be our home for the next little bit, Joe. Bummer. (laughs) Fucking bummer. Do you have any experience with Beyblades? Um, I definitely thought they were cool as a game. I think I had a few... Um, is that one really funny scene where Moses parts the sea with a with a bay? Is that that's canon in the show? Is that, is that real? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I bring it up to you, you seem to have forgotten about it. Which honestly, I, I wish I could learn about it for the first time again. So here we go. Thirty nine second scene. I'm watching it. These I don't like these character designs. Yeah, I don't either. You don't know the real truth about Beyblading. We've zoomed into this man's glasses. Yep. Yep, that's Moses parting the Red Sea with a Beyblade, huh? Wow. They really just did that, huh? Yeah, I don't know if it starts that, uh, you know, that big and, and gets bigger or if it gets there eventually. You know, you don't start... With the moon being a showering gun, you work your way there. You slowly take the steps you need. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to read a story that is an actual story that is written by people who want to tell a story. I mean, I think for better or for worse, that was true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more than one person trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takara, let's see here, what is this? Takara introduced the brand during 1999 in Japan and garnered immediate success and popularity. As Beyblade became known throughout Asia, American toy company Hasbro licensed the series outside of Asia in 2002 to increase to claim. However, its popularity shrunk and a hiatus followed in 2006. Though, in 2008, Takara issued a Beyblade revival and it once again went global in 2010 with Hasbro's help. It Since then, issued a revival? It's, it's, it, I'm, I'm reading from the wiki here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what it means, just I don't think of it, the word revival in that context. Yeah. I think of it referring to uh, the consumption, like people liking it again. <laughs> You can't issue that. <laughs> I have summoned up a revival. Mm-hmm. I, I spun a Beyblade and it made people think, man, that's fucking cool. <laughs> Damn shit, I love tops. 
<laughs> that shit shreds. Bottom text. Bottom text. <laughs> um, since then, Beyblade has attracted great popularity, greater popularity and success than before, and is ongoing. Did you know that? Do you know that Beyblade is at the height of its popularity right now? Who fucking wrote this in the wind? <laughs> um, I'm, it's at least, listen, quite a popular toy brand, comma, over 90 million units have been sold since 2010. Alongside okay. being an immensely popular series, it is trying to convince me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's accompanying anime attracted millions of viewers since its inception, while its ma- manga has been translated into different languages around the world. Mm-hmm. Et- etymology. Beyblade is a portmanteau, a play on words of the words bigoma and blade. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Beyblade is a portmanteau of the words bigoma and blade. Alright, well, what's that first one? What's that first word? Bigoma are traditional Japanese spinning top, which inspired oh. and influenced Beyblade's creation. On the other hand, blade refers to various spikes, protrusions, <laughs> and such found on the attack rings of first-generation Beyblades. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder what the context <laughs> for those tops are. Like, is this? I can I can right-click this and actually move into it. So let's let's take a step mm-hmm. in. I'm on the Wikipedia here. Um, approximately three centimeter in diameter and often decorated with kanji. When spun correctly, they make a humming sound. Mm. Is there any like cultural or religious context? Um, Bagama have come <clears throat> to Japan from China, originating as a wooden toy known as Koma, popular in the Kamakura period. Well known by the 17th century Edo period, the toy was originally made by filling spiral seashells with sand and sealing them with molten wax. By the 20th mm. century, Bigomo were made of lead and later of cast metal. The popularity peaked in the first half of the 20th century before falling out of favor as a newer post-war toys became available. Although the advent of Beyblade has caused a resurgence in the interest of Bigoma, there's only one factory still manufacturing them as of 2001. This mm-hmm. is according to Wikipedia. Okay. There's just yeah. A lot of those details sounded like dreidel, and I was wondering if it had similar context. Yeah. You know what? But no. Why not, why not continue this, this thought line and dig a little bit further? Wow. Okay. So if I, if I, Google, Bi, if I go, Google Bigoma, then I have a... The Wikipedia page is the number one resource, and the second biggest resource is the Beyblade page. Fuck yeah. So, it doesn't... Here's the great thing about doing this, is people who know more than me are listening, and are going to let me know, and that's exciting, because this is something that's actually something you can learn. So far, I am more interested in Beyblade than I ever was in my article. Well, we've only been doing it for like 10 minutes, so... (laughs) I'm pretty sure you, you fucking had uh, had energy at the beginning of Bionicle as well. I did. You're right. I can't wait for the Beyblade equivalent of Cardinui. Yeah, I, I'm. Until <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get burnt out in episode fifty, mm-hmm. I'm going to. I'm going to continue. Should we continue on the history of like the brand and like learn more I'm about it? Shit, while you read. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move down the history of the brand, and then we're gonna start in the uh, this the series. We're gonna start breaking that down itself. So, Beyblade was the result of two of Takara's failed toy lines based on spinning tops called Battle Top and and Shugoma. Despite their failure, employee Osamu Mishimo hypothesized in an implementation of customization which led to Beyblade's creation and subsequent success. Don't rhyme that much in a fucking sentence, <laughs> Wikipedia editors. Now they were feeling it. The very first Beyblade product was released released was an Ultimate Dragoon, renamed by Hasbro ha, renamed by Hasbro as Spin Dragoon during July nineteen ninety-nine. To promote I hate sales. That sounds familiar. I know, I know. See, here's the thing. You know more about Beyblade than I do because I never actually owned a Beyblade. And so I'm very I, excited. Yeah, I owned a couple. Um they had a line they had a line of oversized Beyblades where like you know alright, so you know how like there's apparently the tops have like demons inside of them? No, I did not know that. <laughs> what? There's spirits inside of the Beyblade. That's yes! how they decide who wins. Um but there was a line of oversized Beyblades in which they put like a figure of the spirit on top of it. Like, Hell so it was yeah. kind of like a big, a very large toy, but like you had this dragon on top of your giant top that spun around. But as a result, they fucking sucked his tops. <laughs> <laughs> um, just despite being so large that they would immediately stop any other fucking top that they had in the, the oversized plastic arena. Damn, they came with raid bosses. That's a raid boss. You and your friends get together and fight the big top. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dynamax Beyblade Evolution. Fuck yeah, Beyblade the first. Shit. <laughs> Beyblade out here innovating. Pokemon mm. ain't shit. Digimon ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> we a Beyblade house now. Mm-hmm. Oh god. To promote sales, Takara hired uh Takoa Aoki with the task of creating a manga series based on the Beyblades. He created Bakuten Shoot Beyblade, which would come become published monthly in the Japanese kids magazine Koro Koro Comics. Due to the manga's success as a factor in the toy's popularity, an anime series blah 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 blah, blah we know anime exists. Uh, it was made blah, 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 through the most prominent blah, blah, blah. anime proved to be a start strategy to increasing popularity as two subsequent anime series followed Bakuten Shoot Beyblade 2002 and Bakuten Shoot Beyblade G Revolution in 2003 and 2002, 2002 and 2003 respectively. Hasbro went out and bought it. This was renamed Beyblade and Beyblade V Force and Beyblade G Revolution. Um, uh, although the franchise plowed strong revenue, plowed strong revenue sales, popularity began declining in 2004 due to the hard metal system. Right click, open link in new tab. The hard metal system, also known as the heavy metal system, is the fifth Beyblade system to be implemented. Uh, the rips are too strong. I, I guess 
The, hard, the HMS system completely broke compatibility with all previous systems, meaning that hard metal systems aren't interchangeable with parts from past systems. This has been proven, this proved fatal in the sale of these Beyblades. By adding metal to attack rings and reducing the overall size of Beyblades' bodies, rotational speed, attack power, and defense power is dramatically improved. Also, the sound of metal colliding is one of the system's appeals. Although so this is kind of like if Gen 5 of Pokemon, all the Pokemon were just too good, and it made every other version bad. <laughs> yep, yep, and you could no longer use old Pokemon. It was like, all right, we've thrown out the past 600. <laughs> Fuck Pikachu! <laughs> Hi, we're not I got your a Garchomp! <laughs> Fucking yes. <laughs> not allowed. Mm-hmm. The only disadvantage is the lower attack range, but this difference is meaningless considering the superior <laughs> strength of the HMS. <laughs> uh. While HMS are not compatible with previous generations, in terms of competitive battling, they were initially considered completely legal within the same playing field. When HMS was first released, some plastic Beyblades were still able to defeat them with reasonable consistency. However, as more were released, plastic Beyblades became more obsolete. Wahlberg MS was the final nail in the coffin, making plastic zombie Beyblades obsolete. Eventually, the systems were separated to allow plastics a metagame where they could actually be used. After December 2003, Takara instituted a new code for format for their Beyblade products, consisting of two letters, a two-letter MA series code, followed by a dash, then a two-digit serial number. Fucking here it talks about the cores and shit. And oh my god, there's just a list of the different Beyblades. But I uh, didn't really expect there to be so much to the game design of Beyblade. I've I've never actually seen it played except for that one Twitter video of like a huge fucking crowd crowded around a lunch table and then they all mm-hmm. shout let it rip. Yeah, and then they do. Yeah. Um there's like shit. a rip cord in it. There's like a fucking ripcord that you pull out that like, I don't know if it's, uh, it's not an engine, but uh, it starts to, it's like mechanized spinning. That's really fucking cool. Damn, am I about to go get by a Beyblade? You should. They're cool for at least 30 seconds. Can't wait for us to have a Bay battle on a fucking, (laughs) on Extra Life. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so it keeps fucking going. Let's see. The decline became universal and Beyblade slowly faded away in 2005. Three years later in 2008, Takara publicly announced intentions to revive their old Beyblade brand for a new generation. August 9th, 2008. 2008 to 2005 is not a new generation. (laughs) No. I'm sorry to really tell you here, bud, but that ain't how that works. Uh... August 9, 2008 saw Metal Fight Beyblades release, in addition to a new manga and anime completely unrelated to the previous ones. Uh, Two anime sequels, Metal Fight Beyblade Explosion and Metal Fight Beyblade 4D were released, which become Metal Fusion, Metal Masters, and Metal Fury in the US. Wait, did Beyblade 4D come before Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds? Um, 2011... (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh 5D. Okay. We gotta do Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Name yourself with a B, please. Mm-hmm. Yep, it came after Yu-Gi-Oh 5D. Okay, so they were... Okay. They were copying Yu-Gi-Oh. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
March 31st, 2012 brought the release of Metal Fight Beyblade Zero G with the goal of a fresh look and a new beginning. It will be released in 2013 as Beyblade Shogun It will be? It will be released in 2013. I can't wait. (laughs) can't fucking wait. Ah, shit. I can't Uh, wait for 2013 to get Beyblade back. I hear Daft Punk's making a new record. (laughs) The future's bright. The planet's not on fire. I'm gonna be fucking, what, two years out of high school? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna pull up the Wikipedia article because it'll, I guess, be more up to date than the fucking... The other shit. Let's see here. Wow, it really has them separated off into different fucking... Alright. So we have the hybrid wheel system, which was released in 2008 and 2010 worldwide. So, 2010, we're here. Well, the hybrid wheel system, the HWS, is the new, the new fucking Blader's technology. Mm-hmm. But I guess we should really just go through. We only know how a heavy metal system works. Because if I sat here and I was like, the MagnaCore system, the engine gear system. The heavy metal system, hybrid wheel system, and the burst system. These are the individual types of Beyblade. Cool. Yep. I just like when the top spin and then you hit the other one and then fall down. <laughs> the game That's is it. played with two players or more, Joe. Each player mm-hmm. is allowed up to three Beyblades to choose from during a match. Players like may Bi-blade. use <laughs> Bi-blade? What? <laughs> two or more anyways going. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Beyblade yeah. is pan. <laughs> Beyblade's by, it's out here. <laughs> Players may use any parts available to them to make their Beyblades as long as they are not restricted, such as in tournament play. But may not switch parts once your match is started. Players may choose from any of the three Beyblades they have with them for any battle in a match. The first player that reaches one point in Beyblade Burst, it's only up to three points in the last battle in a contest, is the winner. A battle royale can also be played, where in that case, the last player with their Beyblades Beyblades drop into an arena. Where we ripping, boys? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Points are awarded to the player based on how their Beyblade knocks out their opponent's Beyblade. One point is if the babe, other opponent's Beyblade stops spinning. One point is if the opponent sneeze. Oh, sneeze. I think I'm a, allergic to Beyblade. Yeah. Oh, one point is awarded if the opponent's Beyblade is knocked out of the stadium or into a trap on the edge of the ring. Beginning with Beyblade Burst, two points are awarded if the opponent's Beyblade bursts, hence the name, during a battle. All right, Joe. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I'm down to start next week. We're gonna go in depth on the types of Beyblades. Oh God! And then from a, there, I thought there was a plot. There is. I'm. I'm learning about the about toys. Tell you what, I'll give you the first episode. We'll watch the first episode right now. Uh, Tyson Granger realizes he is running late for a Beyblade battle with Andrew. The best Beyblade in town. I didn't want this. Before Tyson gets there, a member of the Shell Killers, Blade Sharks in the English dub, (laughs) named (laughs) Carlos, fights and defeats him, taking his blade. 
Tyson arrives and snaps, challenging him to a battle at 3 o'clock by the river next day. A boy named Kenny, the chief. Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> the chief? Yeah. Sonic? <laughs> Become friends with Tyson and realize that they need a faster Beyblade to defeat the heavier one. Tyson attempts and almost gives up until he has a vision of the great Dragoon Spirit, a power that has been in the family for generations. With new inspiration, Tyson defeats him with a newly developed technique. Before his enemy can escape with his stolen Beyblades, the leader Kai appears and strikes him down for his failure. Disgusted by Kai's callous attitude, Tyson challenges him to a battle. Episode 1, The Blade Raider. Hell yeah. Oh, Damn. Joe, we're going to be... We're, we're, we're back, baby. Now, you do sound like you're breaking up. You do sound like you're just like mouth open on your phone. I'm not. Okay, you sound better now. Uh, all right. Joe, 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 Joe. Where can people find you on the internet? Where? Twitter.com forward slash ghost of Joe. And you can find me tweeting about other podcasts I make there. Joe, don't worry, because I just was reading through the Wikipedia episode description because I was like, this is probably the best one. And I just clicked on over to the actual Blade wiki. Mm. And uh, don't you worry. I've got plenty more. No, no. Yeah. I'm in danger. (laughs) One fear. One fear. You can find me on the internet at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread like Rye Bread. And instead of listening to any of my other shows this time, I need you to go fucking. I need you to find the Beyblade fandom the Beyblade people, and I need you to put this show in their hands. No, though, I don't want them to correct us. Be mad at us. I want, I want to, I want to learn. Beybladers, I want to learn from your community. I want, I want to. cost? I need to know. I want you to tell me to, to work with me on this. I'm here. I want to learn. Joe does it. (laughs) It's a five. Oh. There are consequences to your actions, Riley. I know there you are. Will, you will be struck down for your hubris. Yet again. <laughs> if I must be struck down, then strike me down in the Beyblade arena where I belong. Uh-huh. Uh, but until next time, my friends, uh, support the Orange Groves on Patreon. <laughs> and also, you can also support this podcast on Patreon and get episodes early. Our new music is by nice wizard music it fucking it shreds it rips it's so, so is the old music all the music was by matt all the music is by matt lee shout out to matt all of our art is by sorbet shout out to sorbet uh hell yeah sorbet blade sorbet but there we fucking go sorbet blade. sorbet blade but yes until next time 
Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope. I'm not joining Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope. Wait, hold on. Is Funko Pope and fucking triplet rap flow? What? Funko Pope. Yeah, it is. Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope, Funko Pope. Come on. Just once. Give me one. No. Funko Pope. Give me one. Yes! I'm just thinking about Migo's voice, Funko Pope. <laughs> Holy shit. This changes everything. Fucking later, bladers. Welcome to 294 Note Streak, the best idea for a podcast of all time. We use a bracket to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game. That's pretty much it. That's the whole idea. My name's Joe. I'm Riley. We do that thing we just said every... Mm, two weeks? We rank it on how much we like the song, and if it makes a fun chart to play. Is 294 an equally divisible number for a bracket? It's not! <laughs> Is Thunder Kiss 65 the best white zombie song? Can anything topple Hangar 18 in this race to the top? Will Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker defeat Michael Jackson's Beat It? Yes. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Probably. Should Fat Lip be in Guitar Hero? <laughs> Find out by listening to 294 <laughs> Note Streak on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a better app. And remember, enjoy music. <laughs>